I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. This was long ago when I saw a movie in a theater, and like... The Atomic Blonde came on the trailer. Yeah. And they have this scene where she's a lesbian. I was like, oh my God. Like to everyone. <laughs> and they were like, Casey. I'm diking out, you're diking out. Let's dike out together. See what it's all about. Diking out, diking out, diking out, diking out. Welcome to Diking Out, a podcast that hopes you are all having a happy new queer. I'm Carolyn Bergier. I'm Melody Kamali, and today we're diking out with comedian Casey Jane Ellison about lesbian fun. Yes. Well, welcome everybody to 2021. And if you are new here, welcome and go and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash diking out. And if you're a seasoned U-hauler and haven't done those things, what are you waiting for exactly? Just curious. Yeah, get on it. Make it your resolution to support dykes. Only make resolutions that you can stick to this year. Keep them manageable. You could do a review. What resolutions do you have, Melody? Oh, no. Do you dare? No, no, not after this year. 
I feel nothing. I'm just kind of waiting for the spring at this point. <laughs> you know what? And as an Iranian, I'm going to go ahead and say it's not the new year. We celebrate it actually on the first day of spring. No ruse. So very anti-American yeah, of you, Melody. <laughs> my pleasure, honestly. Uh, <laughs> but not as anti-American as the uh, upcoming coup. <laughs> but they wear flags. I don't understand. Yeah, <laughs> you know, with uh, with a pending civil war, it's kind of hard to think about resolutions. So I'm trying to keep mine realistic because the one thing I know that I'll be doing in 2021 is diking out. We have proved that this podcast is pandemic proof and plandemic proof. Yes. We can survive conspiracies and pandemics. So <laughs> we might be contractually obligated to do at least another year because we forgot <laughs> to tick off the option on our Patreon and some users have been able to pay for a year in advance. So do not worry. Diking out will be here for at least another at year. At least a year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Or else it's too much, a lot of too much bookkeeping. Yeah, it's too much bookkeeping. We've locked in a a new sponsor for the whole first quarter, so uh, you know we're really being held accountable by money, and that's the best way to keep us accountable is give us money, and then we'll just keep going. Hosting a podcast, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I have some resolutions for 2021, and that is I resolve to not talk about Rosie O'Donnell anymore. You're doing it already. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) Until we have her on the podcast. Okay. Thank you to the TikTokers who have tagged us in Rosie's comments. Yes. I feel like she's seen them. Now it's on (laughs) Carolyn to just shut up. Yeah. And just let the universe do its thing. Yeah. Set your intentions silently. I'm also, I mean, I guess this doesn't have to do with the podcast, but I am resolving to have more sex this year. Oh my God. You know what? Me too. Yeah. I feel like last year between having COVID for eight weeks and then having a lofted bed slowed down. And a global pandemic. I mean, we're all yeah, kind of I mean, there are a lot of things. It's, it's uh, been heavy times. I'm getting defensive because I didn't have COVID. And I was like, wait, what's my excuse? Oh, yeah. 2020. <laughs> my mental health. I think 2021 will be a big year for diking out. I think we should have a goal of having... At least we should write down five dream guests each for the year. Okay. And then we'll get listeners involved. So listeners, what's your diking out resolution? Who should we have on? We'll pick the five most popular requests we get and Mm -hmm. we will harass them until they feel uncomfortable and their assistants stop getting back to me. happens how we're gonna do this is on instagram this week keep an eye out at diking out we will have a question on there of who you want our guests to be in 2021 and then you can reply there and then we'll be able to track it better and then see what the most popular answers are and pursue 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 you know i appreciate that this year at least isn't a sneak attack like last year when i tell you last year was my i mean everyone is a big 2020 you know yeah uh, and things were going really well like it, it was, was the year of shaping Barbara up Walters. to be yeah. you know my like i just 
everything was going very well. I yeah. got on diking out. You know, like I just I was so happy. It was a sneak attack. And now it's not a sneak attack. We we know and we are prepared and that's kind of like how I like to live my life anyway is like think worst case scenario and like plan for it and prepare for it and then be like delightfully surprised. Same. Like I, I was convinced in my early 20s like no one's ever going to love me. I'm going to die alone. I'll never find too. anyone. And I'm on my second marriage, baby. Like You're so good at it. And <laughs> marriage. I mean <laughs> Yeah, I I do. I always think um, worst case scenario. I just never even this scenario never occurred. So now I need to dream big, you know. Yeah, doom wise, but no problem. After this year, I can do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready to coast. Uh, what did you do for New Year's? Anything? Definitely watched a couple of Dawson's Creek episodes. It's uh, it can't it won't stop, and I'm ups- upset because I watched it when it was on. I know how much of it there is. <laughs> but we actually watched um I remembered we had a screener that would expire New Year's yes. Day morning and I was like, "Oh shit, we real I want to watch like I've been wanting to watch this movie Me two too. of us." Um so yes. we watched that New Year's Eve and actually paused the movie at New Year's and we're like, "Happy New Year." I guess like we kissed and then we <laughs> resumed this amazing film. Yes, which so we can't good. talk about until it comes out in okay. February, but we can put it on people's radars because we also watched it on New Year's Eve, realizing okay. that the screener was going to expire. And two of us, uh, you know, we started off last year, Melody, uh, obsessing over a French lesbian film. That's true. And the French keep delivering. So this is another great, I mean, technically modern. came out in 2019, but a modern, yes, there is electricity. <laughs> um, Running it's, water. It's got everything, really. Yeah. <laughs> Normal underwear. Uh, just <laughs> the works. So keep an eye out for a movie about old French lesbians. I just really loved it. So yeah. We watched that first and then we watched The Wilds. Okay. What did you think? Oh my God. I loved it. I mean, it it is a little like... It's YA, you know? It is. And it's like that orange is the new black where it's like the backstory and then right, right, what's right. happening now and then like what's happening on this side of things, you know? Uh, it reminded me of that. It is YA. The one character was reminding me so much of Shailene Woodley that it was like a little bit distracting. I think Leah. Shailene vibes for sure, but not while I was watching it. It was one I went to look her up and saw because, you know, these girls are looking like hell <laughs> in this, <laughs> like on the island and stuff, just to like see her like headshots and like her Instagram feed. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm going to go and say I think they look great. Oh no! I mean, definitely the exposure. They're not giving me Shailene and other Hollywood actresses, is what I'm saying. Right, right, and yeah, it was great to see so many fresh faces, like new new talents. Everyone was great in it. Uh, There was a lot of representation going on across the board, though. Uh, I have to say, like, no uh, ginger representation. That would have been the first person to die uh, of exposure. (laughs) I can't watch things like that without being like, if I didn't have sunblock, I would die. I would die. I would just burn to a crisp. 
But they did. And they covered it, in I mean, posters. The character, the girls are burnt. Like <laughs> they you are. Their whole forehead. The, yeah, like, everyone has blistered it. skin. I appreciated it so much, but I yeah, also yeah. thought, like, if they're all blistered, I would have been just. Maybe that's why they didn't pick in the world of the show. They didn't pick a ginger right. descended this island because they're like, it been, we couldn't. Yes, yeah, a whole episode about how sensitive skin was. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. I really enjoyed it. And the lesbian character did remind me of an ex of mine so much. <laughs> really? So much. Yes. Just like the the angst. Do you know who she reminded me of? I don't know. She wouldn't mind if I said it. Veronica Garza. She's a past guest. Right? Oh. Oh yeah. She was yeah. giving me the Some <laughs> Veronica, New York comedian Veronica Garza. Yes. Big I old lesbian. Her. Yeah. She, I think I it's the basketball yeah. energy. Basketball I think shorts that's, and the Yeah, yeah. I think Veronica brings that and I could see that. I kept thinking that the Dorothy character could have easily and I thought she was great and she's queer in real life and I followed her on social media and hope that we can get her on the podcast what's her name Shannon Barry but when she first came on I kept picturing either uh, Ever Maynard past guest <laughs> or Molly fun. or Molly Kearney yeah but I, I was like oh man for this I could totally see either of them auditioning for this part <laughs> definitely there was a lot to like about that show i enjoyed it a lot i can't wait for season two they set it up well we'll definitely be watching next season of it definitely recommend loved all the gay and queer parts about it it was a great yeah balance it wasn't just the gay characters that was it's a very gay show you know let's just get right to it melody what's the gayest thing you did this week oh my god after so much isolation, so much antisocial behavior. I went on a lesbian double date with recent guest Erica Rose and her girlfriend Leah, you yes. and Cecilia. We were supposed to make this happen before you moved. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And then we couldn't because of the weather. You know, you act- literal rain checks now that we can only hang outside. It was raining. We we're supposed to go to the cubby hole. But you were missed. We went and had brunch outdoors. With like a wobbly heat lamp that did nothing on top of us. It was freezing. 40 degrees But it was so good to, I don't even know if I'd been on a lesbian double date like in the years leading up to the pandemic. It was just like, I don't know. It doesn't happen that often. So it was very exciting and we were all very giddy to be there. We did have to cut it short because Allie and I did not wear proper footwear because we were so concerned with impressing the lesbians that we wore like cool ankle boots. You know, like we could have worn thicker shoes and we were eventually could not feel our feet and we had to wrap up the brunch <laughs> sitting outside in the winter That's the gayest thing you did you know i thought it was gonna be that i pruned a tree bought this giant pole at home depot and it had a saw at the end and i thought why not and uh cut some branches off a tree that's what pruning a tree is yeah just cutting back some of the branches that are problematic you know problematic <laughs> That's the that is the gayest thing you did. You're like, you know what, tree? Uh this is problematic. 
and harmful behavior. Um, You're not respecting the boundaries that I've clearly established. uh, My home is not a safe space. And we're going to have to prune you. Yeah. Uh, So definitely. And like Cecilia was just just like really into me using the saw at the end of this long pole. So she was... Uh, taking a lot of pictures and there's a lot of videos of me turning at her and glaring and saying, stop. <laughs> what What's she saying? <laughs> She's laughing and stuff, but I'm recording and it picks up and you can't do that. Yes, she can. The, the, the Susans will love it. Okay. Uh, the U-Haulers. Yes, we are in a hotel right now because the renovations are kind of crazy and you can't, uh, we we thought we could live in the house if we just quarantined to the one room where they're not doing any work, but we've been living in essentially one room for years in New York. (laughs) Right, right. We thought like, oh, this will be no problem problem to set everything up in one room and there's just like too much going on and we had to get a... Uh, hotel for a week and because we are in a hotel there's a tv with cable which means we're turning it on and seeing uh what's watching playing. hitch are you <laughs> yeah. watching hitch with will smith because no <laughs> is that what you watch when you go to a hotel no, your hotel tv has not been long enough hitch will come on that's all oh, i'm saying okay. you're in a hotel and a tv's on eventually hitch plays well, HGTV came on and I posted a screenshot of like, we weren't looking, we were looking for a movie and then there were two lesbians on this, uh, like buy in a hurry show or something yes. like that. So we had a home stop in a hurry? and watch House home in a hurry. hurry, something. Yeah. And what lesbian house buying story isn't home in a hurry. We can't buy it fast enough. And <laughs> So we stopped to watch that. But last night we watched Oceans 8. We turned on Oceans 8 and got in like right when the the action is starting to happen. And then we paused to like during the commercial break, we ranked the Oceans 8 in order of uh, how attracted we were to them. Of course. And I thought that that was very gay for us to. (laughs) You're not going to tell us? your list oh i am yeah i wrote it down okay (laughs) wrote it down most attractive for both of us was kate blanchett uh you know recently watched carol for the holiday seasons of course it is a christmas movie and undeniable kate blanchett sarah paulson as the number two which was a surprise for me normally i wouldn't put her that high but wow in oceans eight she is just stunning like, I find Sarah Paulson a, a, attractive, but normally she's not like. Yeah, you know. I get that. Uh, and then Rihanna as number three. Is that how you. S- That's how it's pronounced. Everybody <laughs> says Rihanna, and it's actually Rihanna, and I try to respect that, but I'm not a jerk and I don't correct everybody else. <laughs> I just say I'm it myself, dying. okay? Yeah. <laughs> wow, thank you so much, Carolyn. On behalf of literally everyone, thank you so much (laughs) for not being a jerk and correcting us. No, I'm not going to correct anyone, but when she said that it's pronounced Rihanna, I'm going to say it. All right. Okay. (laughs) Going to respect that. Then then, Sandra Bullock. And then Aquafini. (laughs) Sandra Bullock, then 
Bullock. <laughs> Bullock. And Sandra Bullock. Oh, now, like, is that, am I saying that wrong too? <laughs> Sandra Bullock. You better not edit that out. I am. I'm going to no. say Sandra Bullock. Come on. You're so annoying. <laughs> I am bad These at saying names. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Anne Hathaway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then Aquafina. Okay. Yeah. I'm agreeing kind of mostly. Yeah, I mean, I think Aquafina is very awesome, but the the coolness factor, I I would feel too like nervous, like ah, you know, that okay. goes into it. I factor a bunch of yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's a lot. It's the the things that go into consideration for attractiveness, it's yeah. very complicated You're and like, well, that would be a whole episode cool in factor. itself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, then Mindy Kaling, only because she's just so straight, uh, she falls a little bit more to the bottom. She's just so, so straight. She is. I get that. But I do put her above Helena Bottom Carter, who is just kind of more like an ethereal being to me and not somebody that I sexualize. Like, she's just... That makes sense. Yeah. But I don't know. Okay, I'm not going to get gross. <laughs> but her <What>? rack. <laughs> um, <laughs> not opposed. Uh, not I'm opposed. sure she has a nice one. And I just, I don't know. I've just Petition never. Petition to switch her with Mindy. <laughs> it really is. Mindy is such straight culture. Yes, she just loves straight rom-coms. And I read her so books much. and I enjoy her. It's just um, yeah, we're not She's great. Not she's together, smart. You know? She's funny. She's mm-hmm. beautiful, uh, but she's just so straight that it makes me not attracted to her in that way. Right. And yeah. That late night movie did not help. <laughs> For sure. So those are those are the rankings. Agreeable. Controversial? Mm. No. Only because of the way I pronounce names. <laughs> Absolutely. The more you know. Well, well, it's time for us to get into our interview, which don't let the topic deceive you. <laughs> we set out to talk about the fun things about being a lesbian. And, uh, you know, it got us thinking. It got us thinking because it's been a year of us forgetting what is fun. Mm-hmm. I think fun is a very subjective thing. So this conversation is quite subjective. Listen and to us grapple with that. Is being a lesbian fun? Debatable. Is this conversation fun? I had Absolutely. a great time. I had fun. <laughs> so today we are diking out with comedian, writer, and artist Casey Jane Ellison. Casey has written for outlets like Vice, Gawker, GQ, and she's been written up in so many places about her comedy. Uh, she also co-hosted a limited series podcast for Earwolf called The Problem with Charles and Casey and will be in the upcoming season of Search Party. Let's get into it. Casey, thank you so much for diking out with us today. I would love to say that you are the first back-to-back couple recording, but you're not because this is diking out. So (laughs) we have had (laughs) back-to-back couples come in for recordings before. Also spaced out, also ex-girlfriends. We've had it all, but we're glad to have 
you here today. So. On the chart. Thank you. Yes. Right. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on the chart. I mean, that's how it works. That's how being a lesbian works. I've heard. Yeah. You have to get on the chart. Yeah. <laughs> but Casey, tell us a little bit about yourself. You're a comedian. You're living out in LA. That's right. Yes. I'm hilarious. Yes. I'm a lesbian. I have a girlfriend, as you've said. Um, I'm also an artist. I'm just like just a treasure, really. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, yeah. And I love my girlfriend to pieces. And um, yeah, as I've said, I'm a lesbian. I chose to be a lesbian. Uh, of course. Which oh, how you great. become a lesbian. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that was a good choice. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it really turned out, I, it truly like cured me of all that was wrong. How old were you when you chose to be a lesbian? Uh, born. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, um, <laughs> straight out, um, I was like, duh. Yeah, I, was like, I like this proximity here. to yeah. badge. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, these people, these straights are a nightmare. I'm, this is not what are we doing here? And um, <laughs> they said, no. And <laughs> that's what they did. They looked at my newborn self and they said, no. And then, um, then I knew I was right. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm from LA as well. Grew up here. I hear people grow up there. That's so cool. <laughs> I know. There's such like people... LA natives are confusing. Like sometimes they're the stereotype. Well, actually always they're the stereotype. But people like don't, they don't know that it's like maybe subcutaneous or that it's, it's just always inside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But they're not like always so quintessential in that way on the outside. Like a lot of people think I'm East Coast. I would have thought, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You have some Brooklyn vibes. Mm -hmm. Uh (laughs) That is so... Okay, I'm gonna let that go. Uh, <laughs> Marilyn, a couple minutes in attacking the guest. <laughs> I, I didn't know that was an attack. <laughs> As somebody who who just moved from Queens, if I say a Brooklyn vibes, it just means you're cooler than me. That's that's really well. You know, you know what's so fun? Now we're moving along in my life. I was one, actually one of the f- original gentrifiers of Ridgewood. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. Back in like '09. Wow. Like <laughs> that would be original gentrifying, yeah. Yeah, because okay. you know it's Queens, because so many people now here <laughs> who are just gentr just in it think it's Bushwick and think it's yeah. Brooklyn. A lot of people don't even know it's Queens. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I moved back home, so <laughs> so you're a native Los Angelinos dating a native New Yorker. Yeah, actually she's from Queens. And yeah. um, we always wonder if we cross paths back then. Like we like to imagine in a lesbian way that we like, you know, in some indie lesbian movie. Yeah. Sliding doors. Maybe we're on the bus together. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. She drops her Metro card. You pick it up. <laughs> or maybe she gay bashed me on the bus because I don't know if she was out then. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Possibly. She seemed like somebody who definitely would have said, what are you looking at? Dyke. <laughs> Stop looking at my beautiful tits. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She's wonderful. <laughs> she is. We had so much fun talking to her. And yeah. you mentioned you're uh, you're an artist too. What kind of, what's your medium? I do animation. I do 
Um, Amazing. I like to actually do media. Like I like to create videos and then I do these stills that are printed on mirror Cool. that are like, you walk past them, you're in them, they kind of float. They're like really, you know, they're a cool way of um, not just like printing photographs and, and paintings because I also paint them. They're like an image printed on a mirror that is like bent by light. It's really cool. I'll send you a see link. That, yeah. It sounds yeah. cool. Yeah. And what's, yeah. what's your comedian origin story? How'd you end up getting into comedy? Um, well, I was living in Ridgewood um, and I walked past this like sandwich board every day in the LES. <laughs> it was like comedy at 4 p.m. and the sun was like shining bright. And I went inside in the broad daylight and um, I wrote a set in like the bathroom. And then I, yeah, performed. I hated it, but I fell of in course. love too, which right, is, right. I think how I like to do, th- I think I misconstrue hate for love. <laughs> so you know you're a comic. Exactly. Right. This right. made me feel yeah. terrible. I'll be back tomorrow at 3 yeah. p.m. Exactly. Comedy in the daylight. That is something about New York comedy that blew my mind. Because I came from Chicago where it's just like, uh, it was like a drinking city. It's just like the comedy happens when the drinking happens and the the mics didn't start until like much later. Something felt so weird about 4 p.m. comedy. Not even 4 p.m. We had 11 a.m. mics. Right. Like, (laughs) I think think at Otto's Shrunken Head, they start as early as as 11, like every day. Wait, Shrunken Head? Where was that? That was LES, right? Is that or East um, Village? I also went to school in Chicago, so I was like, Shrunken Head sounds like a Chicago thought, don't you think? Uh, <laughs> it does. Melody would know. Yeah. She's the local. Yeah, Chicago that is a New York expert. one. I never made it to. Yeah, because I didn't hear good things in New York. Shrunken Head. Oh, right. you've never done autos? No. Interesting. Okay. Me neither. I moved yeah. here and I was like, Caroline's please. I'm like, no, I'm kidding. I just <laughs> and they hate said, yeah. mics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did get to perform at Caroline's opening for my girlfriend. <laughs> Love Good that. Stuff. What's that story? <laughs> I um, made her. When uh, Caroline's <laughs> gives a breakout artist series to comics where you get an hour and you get to pick who opens and features. And I was like, so yeah. I am featuring. <laughs> and if you don't pick who you're sleeping with yeah it's a problem you have to break up yeah that's the rule mm-hmm. that is a, is that a lesbian thing lesbian rule specific i don't think it's lesbian specific i feel yeah. i'm trying to think of people actually a lot of comedy couples yeah i've seen for their carolines breakout artists yeah. have their partner usually on it yeah right yeah. i mean that sounds lesbian to me yeah like very like <laughs> I don't know if it like it edges on unhealthy, but it's also like <laughs> comedian couples are lesbian couples. They're codependent. They're unhealthy most of the time. Really? <laughs> um, Wait, this is a thing that lesbian couples are unhealthy. <sighs> no, but there is a big stereotype about <laughs> um, a lot of codependency and toxic, like staying with someone who you aren't supposed to maybe stay with because of the scarcity or, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Staying longer than you should. Also, if you're dating like within the lesbian community or the stand-up comic community or any type of comedy community, the chart 
is like, it's I feel small. like the chart, the chart gets extra intense too when you're looking at lesbians within the comedy community. Oh, yeah. So many. Of them. And yet, both lesbians and comics are on the rise. I think most people are converting to one or yeah, the other. Yeah, they're making oh, those choices. Right. <laughs> yeah. So For that's sure. so interesting. <laughs> it's it's they, the way to, so to thrive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, we do ask all of our guests, what is the gayest thing you did this week? So the gayest thing I did this week, um, just give me a chance. Okay. Like, okay. The gayest thing I've done this week is like eat pussy. I don't know what to wait. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? <laughs> I pruned a tree. Okay. Know. Yeah. Um, okay. So I drove to a mountaintop yesterday and I stared out on the city like see I gathered different perspectives that's gayer than sex gay sex yeah yeah that's gayer than gay sex for sure Mm -hmm. there were a lot of actually like probably closeted men there so you're right yeah (laughs) they're they're there to become either gay or comedian that's (laughs) sitting on that it's part of the process now you have to drive to the mountaintop right um I did that. I also, what is very lesbian? What is very lesbian? Like, I feel like I, oh, I broke down cardboard boxes in mm-hmm. a very, like, nice way. Like, <laughs> like very nice, you know? What What do you, I don't like, what, I guess I think I nice do it not meanly. Nice, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of well, ripping. I guess I say that because, like, it would have been violent and like annoying and like a, like a dad thing to do if it was just like ah you know mm-hmm. yeah i kind of was like i'm very i have a trash issue i have a anxiety about trash and i have a r- like rigid structure about trash i've spent like hundreds of dollars organizing the trash in my life <laughs> like compost this right. is very lesbian yeah we have compost and very la <laughs> oh, yeah yeah, yeah. We have um, recycled, recyclables, and then we have waste, which waste you try to get down as much as possible. And I learned that like a couple years ago that like you cannot just recycle things. Like you have to take off the tape of things. You have to take off the labels. It has to be sparkling clean. There cannot be food. Yeah. They should be clean enough that you can put them in a recycling bin without a bag in your home. Like- yeah. So that it, yeah. My girlfriend's very anal about our trash and recyclables too. Yeah. What, what's her, does she have any tips? It's like we use our dishwasher to conserve water for our like dishwashing, but then like mm-hmm. she's like the water's running and she's scraping like tape and like sticking us off of right. like jars. And it's just very, it's a thorough cleaning process for our recyclables. It's um, horrible. Like it, does she have a, like a, an anxiety attached to it. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of diagnoses there. Um, right. And me too. I have anxiety about trash. I like, I think she throws as much as she's good about recycling. She'll just like, well, she'll throw big things into like our small New York, like trash can and like, doesn't really like realize some things could be recycled. And I, that's where I get anxious. Mm-hmm. I think it's cause I talk sometimes with European friends who like, get fined who like made me realize how shitty we are about trash here because like we would be owing the government so much money with the way we dispose of our things here. It's crazy. If it was enforced that same way, like you have 
to get it down to a very small amount of trash. Absolutely. Yeah. So is the anxiety here around the amount of trash? Because I know I have like existential, like every time I throw out stuff, I think about how much everybody else throws out. And I'm like, if this is me trying to be careful about reducing my waste, what is the average person throwing out? And especially with like renovating, we have like a giant dumpster outside our house. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe we're two people Mm -hmm. producing this much waste. What can we salvage? What can we reuse? Yeah. It's all of that for sure. But then it's also just like, why is there trash? Like, why? Like, every day it keeps happening. And I'm just like, we know this is an issue. And I still buy things that have trash. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just that. It's just like your life. Like, it's just like too much. (laughs) But um, wait, I want, I do not want to just gloss over the sex part of the gay thing because that, oh, go into it. Yeah. (laughs) Because that's the funnest part. Yes. Yes. And honestly, was it like New Year's Eve sex? Was it like 2020's over? No, it was just okay. like normal, a normal thing. And then um a normal just like uh rapturous, like beautiful, just like an average lesbian inventing sex and creation and then kind of like sculpting it in the air, you know, and then like birthing something beautiful, just an average yeah. <laughs> Lesbian experience. Was it spontaneous? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah like, not sure. yet. Yeah. And then, oh, it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, do you guys plan sex? No, but, like, my girlfriend did start working, like, full-time, so it's just like, uh, she's so tired during the week that it's, like, the weekend we know is where most of the sex is going to be happening lately. Most of the good sex. Got it. So it's not planned, but it's implied. Got it. Got it. For us, it's like somewhat planned like tonight or tomorrow night like we're both Capricorns we're busy yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's it actually probably wow what's it like being a Capricorn (laughs) I'm Cap rising oh okay is rising yeah me too actually so I'm like intensely I'm and I'm a Virgo moon so it's just like a lot very dry yeah <laughs> very earthy but i swear and, i am fun and yeah, funny know, yeah. um but it is caps, neuroses I collect, caps. I collect caps and leos in oh, my life. i collect taurus and weirdly so many gemini's oh yeah and my girlfriend's gemini <laughs> and it's not supposed to work but somehow it has so I was trained okay? by having a ge- no. <laughs> is, she, is she dealing with her Gemini? I or? think honestly, ever since therapy, yeah, <laughs> it's helping wow. her be a Gemini for sure. I mean, that's a podcast. Like, I want to see a reformed Gemini. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> My dad's a Gemini, so I was like, I am never getting with a Gemini. My mom's a Gemini, and then suddenly I had two Gemini roommates and a Gemini girlfriend. It's like, ah, oh, what? Life does that. That's six people. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Wait, what's your sign? I'm an Aries. Oh, okay. What's it like being an Aries? Feels like very cool. Very, I like admire a lot of Aries. I think it's very, I feel it very specifically. You know, the troubles of an Aries and the, what makes Aries go are, I think, just like universal. Like, (laughs) it's like, I don't know. I feel like there's the only sign, really. Um, You sound like a Leo? Leo, yeah. I I don't know much about astrology, but I know that that's a very Leo thing to say. Guess my moon. Oh, man. 
again. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Yeah. And this is a great way to bring in our topic of the joys of being a lesbian. Yeah. You can talk about astrology and know that everybody has a baseline understanding. Is that the first one we're hitting off on? (laughs) Yes. Perfect. We have got a new sponsor that we are so excited about. Had we gotten this sponsor sooner, I might not have messed up my back from passing out on the couch in weird positions while binging Netflix. Uh, yeah, maybe if you got a decent night's sleep, Melody, you wouldn't keep falling asleep during all of the movies that I want to dike out about on this podcast. And now you have no excuse because you and Allie have upgraded big time to a Helix mattress. We sure have. Helix has a bunch of different options so you can find the bed that fits your lifestyle and you figure out which one is right for you based on a quiz. A quiz? Like the which lesbian sex position are you quiz we just took? No, but close. It it did ask me if I sleep with someone else and their gender. Ah, so the mattress knows you're a dyke. Absolutely. They also know I'm a weird sleeper and that I get hot easily. The Helix quiz just took two minutes and I was matched with a Dusk Lux mattress because it's best Mm. for couples, especially with us both moving around a lot. Yeah, I think that's called Sex Melody and it's okay to talk about it. So if you are in need of a new mattress, just take the quiz. Order the one that's right for you and get it shipped to your place for free. Go to helixsleep.com slash diking out, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will have you sleeping like Saoirse Ronan and Ammonite. Or like me when I first tried watching Ammonite. They have a 10-year warranty and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash out. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. And I think, like, everything I do is pretty gay. It's hard to choose for the week, which is the gayest, but right. it's it's very fun, and it's it's also, like, a, an, an invention of fun, a recreation of fun in your life, and, like, yeah, I think that's where I would find the fun in lesbianism. Did you, I think like stereotypically lesbians are 
categorized as like serious or not funny or mm-hmm. yeah, the happiest season <laughs> or abusive or something. Synonymous. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like there is a lot of fun and I, I really, I don't, I don't want to be desperate about it, but I think I, yeah, that's what I want to talk about. Yeah. Do you think the fun stems from the fact that we don't have pregnancy scares? I mean, the fun stems from not being near men. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, like, a lot of danger is removed in a lot of right lot of ways. It's lighter feeling. The lighter feeling, and then somehow heavier, which <laughs> <laughs> is also fun. No, I'm anticipating right. so many contradictions. I'm so excited. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, this is the thing. It's like it's not so commercial. It's not a commercial style version, mm-hmm. although it can be. I think. We just have to figure that out. We have to. We still have to figure that part out. I think. Yeah, <laughs> happiest season. Yeah. yeah, tried is not it. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, like pregnancy scares, fear of getting murdered on dates. Um, right. All those kind of things. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever not have fun being a lesbian? Were you ever like closeted, struggling not- to accept it? Hmm. Well, yes. But I'm not, I don't know, like I bump against the word closeted. But I would say that as a straight person or as a more, more appropriately an A person, I was really pissed and it was hard to find fun for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think it's like common for, I don't know. Tell me if this is common for lesbians to kind of be A and when they start out, because it's so confusing because it's like, there's no influence to like asexual? bring you asexual. Yeah. Um, Sorry. What did, what did you think I meant? Type A for a second. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like, no I don't have any of my shit together and never have. I'm not. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and then I thought aggro. Like, just, <laughs> oh my God. Last yes. night, my girlfriend, thro- I found out my girlfriend thinks aggro means works in agriculture. <laughs> anyways that's very lesbian (laughs) yeah (sighs) having so much fun she doesn't even know what aggro means she's not one of the angry ones (laughs) no I definitely had like very little interest in I was so asexual asexual well you were masturbating I was masturbating all the time is that ace (laughs) I don't think that's ace it's a version of ace I think yeah okay yeah. Wait, it's not A? I thought it was Ace. 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 Okay. Oh, I've yeah. always called it A <laughs> because it rhymes with gay. Okay. Ah. <laughs> you don't watch enough Pretty Little Liars because then you would know that A stands for a stalker who calls everyone <laughs> bitches. I don't know. All right. Uh, I just started it this quarantine. Yeah. Yes. So. <laughs> I'm planning on it. So you did think you were A. It's not that I thought that. I just thought, like, I just had, like, no desire to sleep with men. And I didn't really think of what that... I just thought, like, oh, maybe it'll make sense when I get older or whatever. But I just remember thinking it was, like, so easy to be a virgin. Mm -hmm. uh, Until I had 
like my first crush on a woman. And, and I would like, I would fantasize that I was a man so that I could uh, like sleep with Madonna. That was like my fantasy when I was like, first starting having fantasies. I was like, man, I wish I was born a man. And then I could uh, sleep with Madonna like that was <laughs> my sexuality for years. <laughs> Madonna is so fucking genius. Like, <laughs> it's just side note. Um, she is. She's such a hot mess right now, though. I don't understand how you could literally be the receptacle of dreams like that. Like, a little lesbian across the world or across the nation is, like, putting so much hope into you as a vessel. And then you somehow, like, turn out, like, where does that all go? You know, I wonder where she puts all that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I was kind of different. I was like, I really want a boyfriend so I can get a sponsor <laughs> to understand, to like, to sponsor my emotions, like to, to make everyone realize that I'm right, which I think is like, yeah, it's like, I think that is lesbian to just be like wanting to, to use a man in that way to like prove something to themselves and to the other world. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, kind of for me because I'm not fully a lesbian. So this is actually insightful because I um, did have some attraction to men, but like preferred women and was very asexual and was like, I will eventually I'll opt for women because these guys seem really mean um, and they scare me. So like men didn't, I thought I was a lesbian and like ignored the bi part um, that was like attracted to men. And then I eventually realized, oh, I'm actually like pan, I guess. And there are some Mm -hmm. that do it for me. But I was just like, no, they, I've heard some things about these guys. (laughs) And I was like very bullied. I was like, they're so mean. No, why? No. (laughs) And somehow it works for them. Mm -hmm. Like they have a reputation for being mean, but like people are still into it. But then yeah. lesbians have, and then a I'm just a frigid bitch. I don't. <laughs> I know it's fucked up, but that's cool. I think you. I still think you can like identify as a lesbian, even though you're pan. Like, I'm not gonna say I'm not pan. Like, I'm not gonna close off my future sexual life, you know. But I'm still a lesbian, like politically. Right. I very much identify. I just say dyke because I. Some people will get upset. <laughs> about lesbian they're very territorial about right like it's Um, a very specific yeah right it's like it's like what does it mean in that term what does lesbian mean in like Like, to to those people oh to those people it's like this is us and like we've been through enough and this is our club and Mm -hmm. but that's not fun with the gender thing no and that's why everything's blowing up and I love right, it. right. It's like same, you know, the the ones that are more turfy are like, oh, it's same sex attraction and it's based on biological sex. So it's like two right. AFAB humans. And that's like the only way it works. And then I think most people who identify as lesbians are like, if your gender is woman mm-hmm. and you're dating other people whose gender is woman, then you're a lesbian. But then there are a lot of people who identified as lesbians like their whole life. And then they fall in love with someone who's uh, non-binary or right. a, a trans man or, or something else. And 
then they're like, but I'm still feel like a lesbian and I've been a lesbian my whole life. So I'm going to keep calling myself a lesbian. And some people have problems with that. Right. Yeah. I think for me, like lesbianism was like, and, and the sex was, that was what was so fun about it was that it like completely, not just like gave a new world of sex, but it was like, it broke everything. Like it, it like shattered everything around me and like all rules it, and norms. Yeah. It expanded yeah. the universe and like, right. it, and to then to do that again, where it's like, no, the universe is actually, so you saw the whole universe. That's it. <laughs> like, that's not what it's about. Like it's about yeah. like doing it over and over again. And, um, yeah, I guess it's, yeah, there's like, we need a sexuality or like a, yeah, sexuality to describe that type of sex where it's like about space travel or something. <laughs> is queer? Um, is queer it? I don't know. I really don't know. I'm not like a theorist and yeah. I, I'm just like, I vibe, you know, <laughs> and <laughs> like some people, like old, old people have a problem with the word queer cause it was fucked right. up or something. And then it's like, I don't know if it's happening again with the word queer. I like the word queer yeah. the way it feels free. But sometimes it's like, I don't know. Yeah, I have a friend who works for one of these like Cards Against Humanity type games. It's not them, but it's like, um, and they have an edition that's for people and they, for gay people. And they called it queer and they got so much backlash. And this was like two months ago. Like people are still really not into that word. It's tough. Like the corporate, the corporatization, like gayness is so interesting, like in the mainstream, like it, it's, this is like the issue. I think one of the fundamental things wrong with like the fun of being gay is that I think it like, it's very specific. Like it doesn't always work. We start entering spaces that are like spooky and fucked up and it's, it's not, it doesn't work when you sell it necessarily. Like it's weird that it doesn't work always like on in mainstream shows and it like becomes creepy or like, someone selling something that's weird. It just doesn't, it's difficult. It's a, it's a very delicate subject. L like what's an example of that? Well, like what you're saying, like about the car, like a, if I saw a game that said queer, I'd be like, whoa, whoa, yeah. take it easy. Yeah. The commodification like who wrote of, this? yeah. Yeah. Cause it's probably not a queer CEO at the top, you know, commissioning these games or just like is it fun I don't know like are we there is that I think I should see some of the profits mm -hmm. if you're doing that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or like we talked about in the past melody the HBO Max it's HBO Max's gay initiative human by orientation HBO <laughs> oh no <laughs> right never seen that not they did all this pride stuff, and then they they sent Melody and I these candles that just say "flaming human." It says "flaming," and then it says "human by orientation." But "by orientation" is in very small, like italicized text under "human," so it looks like we just got these <laughs> candles that like, here just you say, go, you, you flaming, flaming human. human. <laughs> you fucking dyke have a right. candle that was kind of the energy and I'm sure there are like a lot of queer people on the team behind it mm -hmm. but because it's like corporate it feels like a little bit 
a little bit weird. <laughs> right. Like, thanks for the free candle. It smells nice. Yeah. I know it was created by a, a queer candle maker out right. in LA. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not seeing it for these corporations. I don't, I don't see them being gay. Yeah. And then it's like, bravo. It's like, that's not cute. You know what I mean? Like, that's very... Bravo, the TV network? Yeah, Bravo, the TV network. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is... Sorry, am I... A personal attack on No, no, no. I, I honestly, I hated Bravo. I hated reality TV. I did not mm-hmm. watch that until I... I don't believe it. ...started dating. I'm not kidding. You can ask my friends from Chicago until I moved. I was long distance <laughs> with my girlfriend. I moved in with her, and she watches reality TV, and then just a really gay guy, um, yeah. roommate, and he was always watching The Housewives, and some of it felt camp and I got sucked into it and I in quarantine have caught up on two of the franchises which are they first it was New York the Beverly Hills in quarantine I binged all of Atlanta which is now my top favorite like they're so funny um Potomac and now I'm watching (laughs) Salt Lake City so all of them but Dallas and Orange County because the Trumpism in Orange County is just I mean, it's there in all the franchises probably, but it's you can't tough. just gloss over it. It's, it's like celebrated on that one. Oh my one of them just came out as a lesbian, actually. One of um, From Orange County? Yeah. Which one? Bronwyn Wyndham Burke, the one who has like seven kids who people are now saying she probably had a kid every year just to like avoid. Right. Not be- <laughs> yeah. yeah. She just came out and has a girlfriend and she's still married to her husband. But um, yeah, I just wanted to jump in, Carolyn, and say I know I've been talking about Housewives a lot, especially in this uh, pandemic, <laughs> but it has been an escape. But I do mm-hmm. recognize, I mean, Andy Cohen is a clown. Um, right. Yeah. Like he's not. <laughs> Andy Cohen scares me like deeply. Like yeah. it's exactly like I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's not gay. I don't know. There's just, it's different. It's different. That's a different kind of gayness. Like that's, well, that's, there's a certain part of yeah. queer culture, uh, especially gay male culture, that seems like it's for straight women to consume. Mm-hmm. I love those. I think those housewives are gay. Like I See, love. That's like why I, I talk about that. Feel yes, female and friendship. I feel gay watching it. I feel the gayness that I'm that I'm looking for in life. That's in how I got sucked in. Moments. I was like, these are inherently queer friendships. These women will get drunk and make out with each other on Atlanta. There is straight up gay sex happening. Like one of the, some of them are bi, some of them don't talk about it. They'll get drunk and hook up with each other. It's a whole thing that's happening. Yeah, and like I think they're all like struggling with a lot of the thing, the lives that they've led, and the money and the husbands, and like they're struggling with very um, like the standard. They're struggling with that, and you see it, and then you see them be weird and and get into trouble, like fucking crazy stories from the the housewives, public, like real stories and uh, about like head norm Shay, you know what I'm saying? Like, like crazy, like remember Taylor and her scary ass husband. Sorry. Oh my God. Trigger warning. Yeah. Wow. But okay, we can move on. (laughs) I mean, it was, I don't know. I, I'm sorry. See, they're not talking about the joys of being a lesbian. I just have been watching so much Housewives. I'm sorry. No, I think like these women would find more joy if they just. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, the most well-adjusted housewife and one who consistently like makes money has like mm. a career in the arts is like has been. She was from um, the girl group in the 90s. 
Um, Escape. Yeah, sorry. We have Candy Burris, who is in Escape and stays smart about a lot of her choices. She's the most well-adjusted housewife, in my opinion. And she fucks women. Like, her and her husband will, like, have threesomes. She has a sex toy company. She's very open about her sexuality. And she's, she's out, just right? She had been, like, kind of outed in one season. Um, Got it. But she's like, at least I'm not lying right. about it. Um, you guys lie about it. I'm, yeah, I'll have fun. I like to have fun, but I love my husband. It's so weird to me that such a healthy example exists in the world and that that didn't just, like, take over. Because I think that's what most people do, like, that are in that scenario. They just kind of do it and they make it work and it's, like, honest and shit and, like, fun. Yeah. And it's just weird how how it work how it works so well the other way when it's completely unsustainable anyways <laughs> i could go on a full on tangent and i will not what <laughs> are your favorite things about being a lesbian what are my favorite things mm-hmm. okay again the sex definitely but of course and i can't believe we we can't just not talk about it. like i don't want to just say like obvious like it really if you're on the fence out there folks <laughs> Let me assure you that it's really cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of people on the fence who, I mean, it is intimidating. It's intimidating? What? To a lot of, um, yeah, people who are like coming to terms with their sexuality. I think a lot of girls are, I mean, there's not a lot of representation. There's not a lot of resource. It's just a more, it's not as demystified as straight sex. So I think a lot of people might be on the fence. Oh, Demysti- I never found it. Straight sex needs to be demystified too. Like the way they think about shit is crazy. Oh, that's, that's yeah. Crazy. I'm not even so, giving mystified. Like that's just. Yeah, for sure. So toxic. But this is, this is another cool thing about being a lesbian. It's like, it's just the questioning of things. I mean, I think that's why being Jewish and a lesbian goes so well together. It's the questioning. <laughs> um <laughs> Nice. But other religions can join in, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it is its own religion in that way. Like, uh, I worry for these people who struggle with the intimidation of the, yes, the intimidation, but that's about, like, your own vagina, too. One of the fun things about being with other women, I think that women are a lot more, like, body positive mm-hmm. with each other and that. It's like the male gaze stuff that weighs straight or by pan, whatever. Any women who sleep with cis men, like that's where you feel like the standards come. That's who the magazine covers the airbrushing is made for them Mm -hmm. and their consumption. So that like amongst women, like you don't have to feel like, oh, they're going to look at me and wish that I drop 10 pounds or something like that. Like there's none Yeah. or hopefully yeah. there there's none of that. I'm, I hope, I, but that. it's, it's not always the case. Like I, I have, I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen <laughs> know, a lot of LA too. <laughs> right. So, so it's same, like, th- that's why I say it's about your own thing because it's right. like, you still think that way. And I still think that way. Like, yeah, like it's a part of being a woman, I think, or, or anyone really, because I think a lot more men have anorexia and bulimia than most people talk about. Anyway. Yeah. It's just like, everybody has that idea that you're like a disgusting, sweaty pig during sex. (laughs) And like, you need to be like this fresh piece of salmon or something. I don't even know like what the goal is, but you need to be like sushi vibes. 
<laughs> um, but this pussy expensive, right? Like very neat and like um, adorable all the time and stuff. And um, I mean, sushi's delicious. Whatever, no shade to sushi, but um, I have seen girls be like, "I'm jealous of her body," and then they they turn it. Like I still see chicks just like still turn it into that because that's the that's the pattern. And that's, like, the sickness of, like, being, you know, tr- trying to figure out, like, your body and sex and stuff is, like, right. you're, they're being, like, well, if they look good, then I'm a fat pig or something. And I'm, like, this disgusting thing compared to them. And um, I'm, like, why don't you just be horny about it and, like, just cut <laughs> the rest? You were right the first time. Like, they're hot. Just stop there. Yeah. You got it. You nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you be just, horny? Sh- 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 <laughs> yeah. Cut it. And then that's it. And that's really the answer, you know? Um, yeah. And we, but we, yeah, I think some, I do too, you know, like we, we have this tendency to like, just make it not fun when yeah. actually it just is like, just let it yeah. be, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I agree that there's, there, it's just such a warm feeling of like, sisterhood and yeah like that's one of the main draws of being a lesbian is like there's less pressure from that angle yeah I've definitely cared less about my stretch marks when sleeping with a woman than I did mm-hmm. <laughs> with a man because you're like you know <laughs> you get it <laughs> we have yeah. hips I, yeah <laughs> I wonder if guys even like that you too like just, just like that. <laughs> yeah they hate your stretch marks <laughs> no <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if Guys even want that image either. And I'm wondering if guys are actually lesbians too. They just, they can't get there because it's just so, it's so much reconditioning, but. I know society is stopping men from being lesbians. Absolutely. (laughs) Imagine the world. I don't know. Whenever guys are like, oh, I like women with like less makeup, but then it's always some like bombshell. Like <laughs> they only say that about a picture of like the most gorgeous woman you've ever seen wearing like light makeup or no something. Makeup, like, yeah. No, the mo- no makeup look. Right. And that there's just like this certain kind of look that's like hyper straight. That's like why I can't watch The Bachelor it's like they all are just, it's like a male gaze pageant. And to me, like none of it's attractive because I'm like, this is all for, I In don't know. The Bachelor, you guys, we Am can't get sense? into The Bachelor right now because that's just, that's just crazy. <laughs> we can't do that. That's not straight-ism. <laughs> that's, that's something else. That's like some... I don't even know what that... That is honestly, The Bachelor's like beamed in from a from a horrible future of America. Like I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's it has been going yeah. so long. Yeah. There's probably yeah. some quantum it's pro- a issue there. Like there's there's probably some like parallel universe. Like the bachelor is a window something that you can like if you get through the bachelor, you can get into the other paradigm. You can get into the other universe or something. Like it's Is it better there? I'm just saying like I think the bachelor's used as like a test throughout the universes or something. It's too crazy. (laughs) So now we've, now we've moved into quantum science. So like, let's, let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) The joys of being a lesbian. You are versed in quantum science. You're just smarter and happier. 
Do you think that gay men have more fun than lesbians? I'm going to start just tearing them apart right now for how fucked up they are. (laughs) 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 But absolutely, they are in, they're going down a path, like not to sound like a Christian, (laughs) but they are on a path to hell. (laughs) (laughs) And I pray for those bitches every day. Um, I'm concerned. I'm concerned. And if they call that fun, that's also part of the problem. (laughs) Yeah. But I, yeah, it's just a different, it's a different metric. I can't say what's fun to them. But they also seem like they're having more fun. I'm very, very jealous. (laughs) They do. No one gave us poppers. To the lesbians? Maybe that's why. Yeah. Yeah. I I think we just need something that's like poppers. Right. That does something for us as beneficial. (laughs) Absolutely. I, I think lesbian. What is the lesbian drug? What's the lesbian brand? Oh, tea. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Beer. I mean, my mind went to weed first. Oh, yeah. Beer and weed. I feel like most lesbians yeah. I know smoke weed. Oh, um, my girlfriend's doing in the other room right now. <laughs> what about the that drug that's like, like the limitless drug? <laughs> If we could do the limitless pill, oh. that's like there's the real Elizabeth one. Holmes. You've seen, you've you've heard of the real limitless pill, right? Huh? The the real there's one? a real one. Oh, I thought that was just like yeah. a movie. <laughs> no, there's like a real drug that does that, but it's very short term. I think, um, and I think it actually makes you like stupider for like a week after. <laughs> anyway, I yeah, maybe it is fun because it's just pure chaos. And like Saddam and Gomorrah vibes. And I guess that is, I do think lesbians need to work on that. Like we need to figure out these utopic scenarios and like figure out how to, how to manufacture them the way gay men have. Mm -hmm. So funnest things about being a lesbian. We have Mm -hmm. sex. Yeah. We like have really good convos. I think is the other thing, like as is evident. Yeah. Communication is up. I thought you said sh- 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 communication, like communication, sh- communication, like, <laughs> like Fran Drescher. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have communication. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, I would never trade my the talks that I have with my girlfriend. Like they're the most. I mean, I am seriously becoming like a celestial like like I'm joining the stars when I <laughs> talking with the stars. With my girlfriend. Like, seriously. That's like, how elevated <laughs> the conversation is. You are up in the stars. Absolutely. <laughs> like, it's just, um, we heal. <laughs> we just <laughs> heal on, like, <laughs> like, sorry, that sounded like I was going to say something fun. <laughs> and then it's like, we heal, babes. Like, it is, I mean, it's painful as hell. But it's like. I just don't know what else I'd be doing with my time. Like, but it's really fun to be on a path towards like becoming your true self. And yeah. um, sorry, there's not much, it's not very like punchy. That's not very punchy. Punchy answers only here. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Have you had a relationship ever with a man or a boy or like, do you have a, contrast to like compare your lesbian relationships against basically yeah I don't have a point of comparison so I just knew that I was like 
sad and frustrated yeah. before knowing I was a lesbian. And once I knew I was a lesbian, I was like, oh. maybe you don't know how sad and frustrated you can get. Right. I have dated a man <laughs> for a couple years. <laughs> I I feel embarrassed because I think that I'm I just showed my yeah, you guys like nailed it. Like that that there was a before. I do. I do have a point of comparison. A couple. Mm-hmm. I don't know what was going on there. It's so hard because I had no perspective. Mm-hmm. But I just know that it was like what? I can't even I feel like I had like a gag on and like, not literally, but just like, I was like, my head was spinning. I was like, just terrified. My body hurt. Like just, it was, that's what it was like dating men. (laughs) My body hurt. Yeah. My head, my head was killing me. Like it was like, My, There's like, no communication and things get bottled up in you and it does hurt. Yeah, it like hurts. you do feel physical pain sometimes. Physically, like, it was very physical, the pain. And and, and <laughs> because I was so confused, I think what was happening. And like literally, yeah. like within a few months of really like committing to lesbianism, I was like, oh, I gotta go to therapy and I gotta do this. And like things started making like I was truly cured in a lot of ways. Oh, honest, yeah. I got a lot more introspect. I was very on this like mm-hmm. look inward kick yeah. and like be honest with myself, mm-hmm. obviously, mm-hmm. At, when you're realizing those and like committing, I guess, to a lesbian mm-hmm. lifestyle. But it was just like, yeah, I have never felt so like gaslit. <laughs> And yeah, the ball game. And you're like gaslighting yourself too. Is the I'm not even going to put it on the men because it's like, it's they're not even about this. But like, it's like you, you, I, there's something fucked up with between men and women. I don't know what, and I can only speak from my own personal experience, but I see it repeated and I'm just like, there's some scorched earth there. I think we're done with that. I think <laughs> yeah. we're done with the straight thing, at least for a couple hundred years. Mm-hmm. But I may be taking someone's sexual freedom away, so I don't want to do that, obviously. (laughs) Sure. But I would make it illegal in my country. (laughs) Just a misdemeanor, okay? No, full. (laughs) No, full felony. There's no no prisons in my country, and my country's actually, there's no such thing as countries. But yeah, you would go to prison forever if we did have countries. (laughs) I'm I mean, going to bring this prison. up at my my next DSA <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> yeah, have me as a guest speaker. I'll explain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that's fun about being a lesbian. <laughs> we got two things. Two things. <laughs> like an hour in. We um, got two. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I think, oh my God. It's just like literally like I can't. Like the running through the field feeling of being a lesbian is just like, I mean, do you guys agree or disagree? Yeah, I, that, I'm thinking ethereal kind of feeling. Is Mm -hmm. that different than what you're thinking? I feel like an angel. At first, I was like, angel. Oh, yeah, I am, uh, yeah, celestial, Mm -hmm. as you said, being something called magical. Exactly. And speaking of escape, that song I mean they have lots of lesbian songs but they have like so many um visual representations I think of being lesbian too yeah they're pretty dykey yeah just in like their brand felt really gay totally candy burrs is so gay so hot like their looks I mean love them Mm -hmm. 
Um, but I was going to say, yeah, like nature and be and being a lesbian, like the stars and like water, like I would say underwater waterfalls. Mm-hmm. Just to, you know, like free association. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's kind Sorry. of lesbianism too. Yeah. Poets. Underwater waterfalls. Underwater waterfalls, okay. I would say. Okay. <laughs> You're like on uh, 90s R&B TLC, don't go chase. Yes. <laughs> Free yes. Can I tell you, my, <laughs> my wife is like behind me right now and she can only hear my side of the conversation. <laughs> so I can only imagine. Like, Waterfalls? <laughs> yeah. She's like trying to think of what she's going to make for the episode. I mean, agree, agree or disagree. Like, Ask your wife. Ask your wife. Agree or disagree. Lesbianism <laughs> is about waterfalls. Babe, agree or disagree, uh, lesbianism is about waterfalls. Yeah, that was a quick does that yes. Make, no, that yes like, does that make TLC homophobic? Is that what the song is? Don't go chasing yes, No, it's like, don't go chasing it, you are one. We're all gay here. Yeah, exactly. Oh, stop, looking, stop looking for the waterfall. You are the waterfall, babe. Yeah, we're all girl it, group. Got it, <laughs> Slash AIDS. Yeah. If you wrote, call back to the music video. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> slash true. Um, but not just TLC, like waterfalls, the actual waterfalls. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I would say that that would be a commercial. If you want to see a commercial for lesbianism, go to a fo- waterfall. Yeah. Right. That's just earthiness, the elements, witchiness. I just realized I'm wearing a shirt. That says, I believe in witches. I just realized this. Me too. Me too. I believe in you. In Montreal? Montreal. Of Montreal. Do you remember that band? This is old. Oh, of Montreal, the band. band. Yes, yes, yes. I thought it was like, I believe in the witches of Montreal. I'm like, I guess that's where I'm from. (laughs) Um, I want to be careful with witches, but yes, I'm so into... And I, I also want to be careful with the word magic. I think magic is more real than like what we consider real in a lot of ways. You know, mm. I'm getting into God. So sorry. That's why I sound like this. <laughs> That's another fun thing about lesbianism. <laughs> God. Um, okay. Questioning your existence. What's like some more com- like we want to like really sell the kids on this. So like okay, we what- need at least okay. three things. we we need the <laughs> okay. three, the early the twenty somethings to like yeah convert. sharing clothes sharing sharing clothes, clothes. yeah. Do you and Michelle? Yeah, we do. Okay, yeah. I'm wearing. I think I'm wearing all of her original items. Yeah, right now. <laughs> Um, I own like uh, an insane amount of underwear and then uh, so my wife like whenever she runs out she just oh same except reverse where's my underwear yeah so no we don't share underwear Um, (laughs) so just real quick (laughs) no 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 we have very different underwear requirements oh okay yeah and um, yeah yeah, I'll just say I wear exclusively thongs (laughs) and I don't know why I think it's a leftover habit from my <laughs> from my straight years, from my yeah, a, def- yeah, not from your ace years. No, no, no. It actually was asexual. I think. Oh my god! Because I can't. Yeah. Oh, was it like middle school? Like that was my first. Yeah, it's that's when I was over. wearing thongs. It's like that pen fifteen. I bring it up a lot. Literally, like, yeah. It's like one of my favorite yeah. episodes of television ever. 
And I, and I just, I still am that, like, I still feel like it makes me feel good. I think it's the only real underwear. I think it's, I don't know. Is that psychotic? No, I just, um, for years, I mean, I haven't worn thongs since the seventh grade and just got some Mm -hmm. and I felt good walking around. It's like I had a little secret. Yeah. I don't think I've worn them in like 10 years. I'm wondering like, am I a psychopath for doing this for literally like 20 years? I think if you keep it up, it's fine. But then like once you stop wearing them, then, and then you try one on, you're like, well, this seems cruel. Hmm. Like why, (laughs) why am I just making myself like, so you're saying my ass is just like callous. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) (laughs) No, but like I, the thought of a full ass panty is crazy to me. Not the look of it. Like, I think it's wonderful, but the thought of that on my ass with a with pants on it it's just like i want i want to like tear my hair out like it's too much on my ass i think <laughs> like, i it's crazy Sunday. okay so sharing underwear is not where <laughs> fun things about me i get it you guys are the it. first people i've ever here. talked to in a year <laughs> so i'm sorry dude <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, this is not, this is a very weak thesis we have going. Uh, let's see. We're definitely not angry and miserable. And I swear to God, yeah. we will come up with three. We just have to sit on three, three fun things. Okay. Three, the haircut. <laughs> yeah. There we Great go. Great hair. The best hair in the world. We invented, lesbians invented haircuts. Actually. We invented haircuts and. Yeah. Um, looking, slits. yes. And looking like fucking like, yes, with the mm-hmm. hair shapes. Absolutely. And then, um, yeah, I think this is like documented. Didn't, yeah, they just invented haircuts. Lesbians invented haircuts. And then, um, Lesbians invented aesthetic. I'm going to say yes. In general. Yes. I the agree. The joy of being a lesbian is, I think aesthetic is up there. The looks, the looks <laughs> like the leather pants. The colors, like the colors of of how sex, like just really good looks. The cuffing. Mm-hmm. Cuffing. The shirt open to the mid chest. We invented that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We invented r- chunky heels. Like. Not wearing bras. Not wearing bras. Heath Ledger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a lesbian. He did a great job. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Should we just rattle off some good ones? Because this is good. I feel like this energy is good. <laughs> Sensible footwear. Footwear. Like getting to go into the bathroom together. Bathroom to hookups. Hook Love. I Beautiful. Yeah. feel for the community right now in this pandemic. Oh, I know. Yeah, like that sucks. Out oh, my God. Like being- Like young lesbians right now. I mean, I can't imagine. And just like so fun being a lesbian. I, I have some great, I, a friend of mine is like very good at being a lesbian. And she was like telling, you know, she has a story about just talking to the rich lady in front of her in the bathroom. And then they hooked up. What? Yeah. Just waiting in the line? Waiting in line. They were talking? <sighs> yeah. She is very yeah, good at very being good. a lesbian. Yeah. That's, that's like, I mean, <laughs> Tell her to write a book. That's so fun. That's just the funnest. Um, the funnest thing too is watching L Word with your lesbians and yeah. like just laughing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so hard. 
It just, I don't know, even just like the second it's on, I start laughing. Yeah. It's a comedy. <laughs> it's one of the funniest things ever made. It's a made. dark comedy. It really is. I mean, it's my favorite thing to laugh and talk about queer, like any type of queer mm-hmm. media. I think is so much fun. And I don't think that straight people have as much fun talking about their representation because it's like such a given. Yeah. And then for us, it's like, oh, this is what you're serving up this time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what's going we on We did here? an episode on Happy Season. That was longer than the movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> clowning on it. I mean, it's fun. That was fucked up. That movie was fucked up. Like, that. I mean, I'm glad it's doing well because then whoever's in charge will just let us make some more. But. Right. That was fucked up. I'm going to say that. <laughs> Clea Duvall isn't having enough lesbian fun in her life. That was my conclusion. Very upset. Yeah, yeah, like, actually, like, it might even be, like, a crazy cinematic thing. Like, the revelation of her is what she's going through in that movie. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. That she thinks that's a movie that should be called Happiest was Season. Was it an, yeah, Makes was it a satire? For it might have been a satire. If you look at it like that, that's fun. maybe i'll watch it again should we try it again as a satire as i think so i think we should because then yeah that would be very lesbian if she made a satire that's so lesbian yeah for sure um i'm gonna try that actually you know what makes me think it's a satire is that they use samsung phones in it (laughs) they do Um, okay, wait, let's keep rattling. Let's keep rattling. Okay. So, wait, I had one. I had one. You were on it with, like, the hooking up in the bathroom. Oh, so fun when you're like, that person's gay, and I'm going to hook up with that person. Like, when you're like, you see it, and you're like, I'm so happy that that person's a lesbian. Um, Yeah. That is just a joy that's, like, amazing. I love seeing yes. lesbians at a place like that is one of my favorite, actually legitimate favorite seeing them in the wild yeah. feeling and then just turning to your girlfriend and being, ah, like that yeah. like, and just, Oh my God. It's like, it's look. so embarrassing. Like in my early years, I was just like, Oh, oh lesbian. Like I would. <laughs> yeah. I still, I, I still do it too. Yeah. 32. <laughs> it's embarrassing sometimes. Cause like, like I was at, a, I was watching, uh, this was long ago when I saw a movie in a theater and like mm-hmm. the atomic blonde came on the trailer. Yeah. And they have this scene where she's a lesbian. I was like, Oh my God. Like to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, Casey, like that's not, don't be embarrassing. <laughs> I straight up point in the mm-hmm. wild. That's it's bad. I also think that a, a lot of times, so you know how like everybody thinks that you're sisters when you're dating another woman, they're like, oh, you guys are sisters. Really? And that's like a very common thing for lesbians. Do you not, not me. I've never seen that. Hey, mister. Okay. She's my sister. People thought my ex-wife and I were twins. Like oh, multiple no. times people were like, twins? Are you two twins? And we don't look alike. And it was Ew. crazy. But But even like other exes too would always get asked if we were sisters. But now whenever... I see two women, I'm like, oh, lesbians. And I mm-hmm. like 75% of the time, they're probably just like sisters at Home Depot <laughs> and they're not. Ugh. If that's the not case, lesbians. I'm sad. Like if, if I might've been mistaken, if they were just sisters. I've been getting it wrong lately with mother daughters. 
I think Sarah Paulson has just like, you know, um, like possibilities are mm-hmm. endless. So I'll see like an older woman and a younger one. And I'm like, ooh, it's a hot, uh, you know, May, December mm-hmm. romance. And then it's definitely like a mother. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. I'm going to have to look out for that. Cause I'm worried. I'd be, that would suck. Cause like, yeah. it's not fun to be like, Oh, I'm wrong. It's fun to be like, oh, it's real. Nailed it. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's another fun thing about being lesbian. Not just confirming. Yes, confirming. Like being right oh about oh, no. getting the confirmation. I have a yeah. crazy lesbian. This is like, probably never happened in the world. Me and my girlfriend went to Palm Springs years ago. We stayed in this hotel. We got in the pool. There was a lesbian couple. We thought they were actually, we thought they were sisters. And then they started making out. We were like, Oh my God. Now there's two lesbian couples in this tiny pool in a little Palm Springs place. A third lesbian couple gets in the pool. (laughs) Not dinosaur. No, no. Like it was winter and what? Oh my God. We didn't speak. <laughs> <laughs> no one spoke. <laughs> yeah. That's also the best. It was really, I mean, that part kind of, I was like, why can't we make this happen? I was like trying to figure out like how to plot, plot an orgy, like plot something like we should be best friends, or something. but I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> And I was like, oh, and then like before I could even think of anything, the weekend was over. <laughs> Everyone was <laughs> I was so stressed out trying to figure out how to become friends. And I even said something. I said something to one of them like, hey, but then it did. <laughs> so we just were chill. Like I shouldn't beat myself up for that. Like I didn't force some weird thing like. We were just, we just have, each of us have that, you know, six women have that memory and that's good enough for me. That, yeah, that is good. I mean, I I know the feel like my wife and I were at an all-inclusive resort um, and it was like our first time at one of these. So those are like very heteronorm and, uh, and then we spotted like this other younger lesbian couple Mm -hmm. My wife was so excited and I was like, you have to stop staring. But like for the rest of the trip, we were like on the lookout for them looking for like, what's our opening, like waiting to see them in the pool so we could go in the pool by them or something like that. And it just like never mm-hmm. happened, but we became so obsessed with it though. Like the one time we saw them, we could have just mm-hmm. said something like, Hey, what are you guys doing after dinner? Amazing. You know? <laughs> Did not, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I've been so trying fun. to think of a lesbian cat call too my entire <laughs> life. I've been like, do you say, hey, yeah. lesbian? Or do you say, sister? Do you say, yeah, like I've been trying to come up with one. I can't. Because it's very specific. Yeah. Like women just feel threatened. They feel threatened. I feel threatened for my safety yeah. often. We can't be blamed. Yeah. I don't want to just be like historically. Threatened. Yeah, I don't want to just be triggering bitches in the in the streets. Like, <laughs> yeah, I want to make friends. <laughs> um, what else? Fun. A good list. Something I think is fun is when I check into a hotel mm-hmm. with my wife, and they're like, "It's a, it's just one king bed. Is that okay?" And like, they that always look time. a little panicked. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fun. I think it's fun to make straight people like uncomfortable because they're like not sure 
how to read the situation. To me, that's a totally. lot of fun. Yeah. Straight people following protocol, like a concierge, like someone at a mm-hmm. hotel and making them feel. Yeah. And they don't have a script right. <laughs> for your answer. That's um, the best. Or when they ask me about my husband and I'm like, it's my wife. And then I could tell they feel real dumb and right. awful. And I'm like, yep, sit in that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love piercing the veil. I love, um, like, yeah, like walking down the street and being gay. People are jealous. It's, I'll just say it. I love <laughs> feeling everyone's jealousy. Like, how did she do that? Because I know that when I see lesbians, I'm like, how did they do it? They're geniuses. Like, and I did it. And I'm still like, how did they do it? It's so awesome. You know? <laughs> Little miracles. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And it's just so fun being like a unicorn. What else is fun? Softball? I don't know. I'm extraordinarily. I think lesbians are also very good at a lot of things. Every lesbian I know is yeah. like pretty good at everything they've ever done. <laughs> Like, just good at, like, opening jars, everything. Like, t- moving yeah. boxes, fixing little things on the on the eyeglasses. Um, mounting, mounting things. things. Um, but more, like, good, like, guitar and handwriting and, you know, their, their jobs. jobs. Like, oh, my God. At the top of their field, you know, and a lot of professions. Just, like, getting in there and knowing how to work really good lesbians. What else is fun? I, it's hard to think of fun things too because we've been in pandemic in the pandemic. Like, I know I can't it even is, remember yeah. a what fun is thing. Fun? But <laughs> there's so many fun things. Like they have really good taste in music. Like sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think also too, what's fun about being a lesbian is like imagining the future and being like at the forefront of that. Like there's so much lesbianism that hasn't been unearthed yeah the future is Mm -hmm. bright i think for lesbians totally definitely (laughs) totally can't wait (laughs) well i guess we should end on that yeah (laughs) i'm down (laughs) i'm exhausted to be honest like trying to come up with this shit (laughs) talking to two humans in a pandemic it's so hard (laughs) i know well do you want to be found by our listeners And if so, where can they find you? Um, Casey Jellison on Insta and Twitter. Oh, I'm going to be in this upcoming season of Search Party. Look, oh, awesome. Look yes. out for me there. Amazing. I Love am it. mid-binge right oh now. Oh, my God. It's fabulous. Because when, when it went off at TBS... I couldn't access it for a while. Now I'm like, I got HBO Max. I love it. It is one of the best, the best. shows. Huge fan. Ever. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. And um, where where else am I? I'm going to be around. I'm coming out. Like I'm, go- I'm going to be out and around whenever yeah, they allow yeah, us emerging. to leave the house. <laughs> love <yeah>. it. <laughs> well, we'll look out for you then. Thank you so much, Casey, for digging Thank out with us. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. All right. Well, I feel a lot better about being pan still. Yeah. I think I, I'm still pan for now. Yeah. I don't know uh, what argument we made, if any, but, <laughs> but just that we are enjoying 
our queer identities, whatever they may be. And we hope you all are enjoying your own identities as well. Yes. I think that was the point. Yes, yes. And that gay men are going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> that sent me. Yeah. <laughs> we love a deadpan dyke is what I'm saying. Shall we get into our listener question? We shall, we shall. Okay. This listener is a lesbian. Um, I identify as a lesbian, and for the past three years, I've been in a relationship with my girlfriend. After a year of trying out new styles, short hair, buying a binder, etc., they came out to me as non-binary. They're fine with the term girlfriend and she, her pronouns, though. I think they're just saying that because they refer to them as... The girlfriend. She referred as her girlfriend, and we don't want people to think that she's not respecting the non-binary identity. I love them so much that I could never leave them. This feeling is mutual. I think of myself as pan-romantic, so my feelings for them are not in danger. But the sexual attraction might be. I am sexually attracted to women only, but my partner thinks of having surgery to get rid of their boobs and hips, which I love. And overall become less and less female, and this freaks me out and scares me. Do you know where I can find people in similar situations? What can we do to save the sexual aspect of our relationship? It is very important to me, and we both love intimacy. I mean, of course you both love intimacy because having lesbian sex is the funnest part of being a lesbian, as we just yeah. established, beyond mm-hmm. a doubt. <laughs> There's the one thing we could agree on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a situation that is tough. And you are prevalent. Yes, you are definitely uh, sending in great questions, you hollers. Keep them coming, diking out at gmail.com if you have one. But let's get to this one. I don't know if I have any <laughs> actual real advice to, to give because I, I don't know. I, I want to say that that's very valid. I don't think that that's bad. You know, attraction has a lot of different components. As I said uh, earlier with my rankings of the Ocean's 8, you know, there's physical components, there are mental components, there are energy components. And if the physical stuff changes to where like the entire aesthetic has changed and you're somebody who is into like very feminine physical attributes, that's that's not your fault if the intimacy uh, is affected by that. It's hard to know, I guess, until it happens because you might think you'll be less attracted to them if they have surgery and then maybe they have surgery and that's not the case, you know? Yeah, I don't know. These I are all like- very case by case. And attraction can be very fluid and you might think like, oh, I love boobs. I love big boobs. I couldn't be with somebody without boobs. And then you might learn that. Maybe that's not the case. I don't know. It's different for everybody. Uh, my girlfriend's been with three uh, three of Allie's exes have ended up non-binary and getting top surgery. And that, those relationships, she like has looked back on and been like, I needed to, when I realized that they had dysphoria, like that's something that's important to me. So I had to... Um, the relationship needed to end, obviously. That's unfortunate. uh, And that's very complicated. But if that's what your partner needs 
to to do and they're happier and feeling better about themselves that way like sometimes it's just like an unfortunate thing that it's no longer a match we're all on our journeys and yeah yeah, it just might not be a right match i do know a bunch of couples that started off as cis uh women in a lesbian relationship and then one of them has come out as non-binary or trans and has um, gone from like binders to top surgery. And I do know, I, I just want to say, I know a bunch of couples who stay together and so, still love yeah, each other For some so people, much. it doesn't matter. For some people, they maybe they think it's going to matter and then they realize it doesn't. You know, it, again, it, it's so different for everybody. So in terms of, you know, you're asking uh, specifically, like, what can you do to save the sexual aspect of our relationship? Uh, I think the most important thing is to talk about it and be honest about it. Because I think that if the worst thing would be to not express these things, and I think that would just insert even more anxiety into the situation. And for both of you to at least be in a place where you both feel very safe now at the same time that's like a delicate balance because you don't want to make your partner feel bad for being who they are oh know? yeah the partner so should don't just do that. proceed as oh, of course they were you know <laughs> yeah but but you don't want them to feel bad of like oh you're gonna be less attracted to me without this part of my body that makes me feel bad you know that's like a hard oh yeah like like i feel like if i was in a relationship with somebody who was doing that and I felt that way, I wouldn't want to say anything because I wouldn't want to make them feel bad. But that's not healthy to to keep those things in either. I think the best thing too, your instincts are right, is find other people who are going through this. Find, I'm sure there are probably online forums. If you Google it, maybe you can connect with people or if there are other listeners, sometimes we can connect listeners to listeners who've gone through this and have better advice <laughs> than we what have we have. We have listeners. Yeah, we'll connect you with people. So reach out to us and in the subject line, this week's listener question, write that and we'll know what you're talking about. And yeah. then just leave this your email and we'll connect you. Because we do get a lot of emails that say listener question and then sometimes I'll just like mindlessly move them to the listener question tab. folder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you can email us once again at dykingout at gmail.com send us your questions or if you have a more specific question or you want to answer that's a private and that's in video form there is jemmy.app that's j-e-m-i dot app slash dyking out and you can follow us on all social media at dyking out or on tiktok at dyking out pod you can follow me at tgi carolyn you can follow me at melody kamali and that's all from us this week we will we will see you next tuesday it's rihanna right i don't i've been it's rihanna it's rihanna Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. 
And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.